Ready in here? All right, let's go. Ready in Hamesh, Shalosh, Albo, Stein. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast? With Christina P. How you doing, moms? We bring up my dates, Chad. I got some new dates in 2024 that have just dropped. My year is over. I am not touring anymore, but I will be going to, let's start at the first one. Ooh, Seattle, Washington, the Neptune Theater, February 17th. Tickets are almost gone. Palace of Fine Arts in San Francisco the next night, February 18th. Then the Gramercy Theater in Judork Titties, March 23rd. And then March 24th, Ridgefield Playhouse in Ridgefield, come Neticunt. I've never heard of Ridgefield come Neticunt. Have you, Jessica Curson? Yes, I've played that place. It's very nice. Is that right? Yeah. Where is Ridgefield? This is Jessica Curson, everybody. If you don't fucking know. Hi, everyone. She is... The funniest human being on the planet. That's I've so nice. Had the privilege of knowing you and watching you, and now watching you fucking blow up because of TikTok. Because people are finally getting to to know you now. Yeah, and it's like, well, duh, duh. She's amazing. And I, I what I love most about you, well, not most, but is um, you and I are very much of the same school of thought of like, I don't want to post my tits or pussy to well, sell mine tickets. Are, first of all, my tits are so uneven. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, mine are garbage disaster well, they're minor, too. They look like dog toys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my tits are longer than the Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> and I don't I care. I tripped I'm not over my left them. tit on the way in no. here. Yeah. yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah. And I, what about your pussy? I for mean, fuck, the pussy's destroyed. Yeah. I've had two <laughs> two people blow out of there. It's a, <laughs> I've had none blow out of there and it's not good. You're kidding. Why? No, I didn't have any, I didn't want to ruin this temple. I <laughs> <laughs> No, I know that you never gave birth, but, no. but why is your vag messed up? It's not. I'm joking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if just aging did that to that. Well, I have two whole I have two vaginas down there. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. What's your pronoun? I didn't know that you were I, I identify as anxious. <laughs> no, you know, I have four daughters and two baby mamas. I know. Yeah, because I didn't wear protection. I didn't have yeah. a condom. On, <laughs> I didn't have a condom on my strap on. So, so many children. Yeah. So much life. Yeah. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. Why I'm always on the road. It's a lot. It's a lot. Meaning, yeah. like, you're always on the road to make money or to get away from I your family. I have to make money. There's a lot of people to support. So many people to yeah. support. Yeah. You know, and it, it's. I mean, it's great now that you're in a position where you're really doing well and you're moving tickets. But my goodness, remember those early years where you're like, I Are can't you kidding? pay rent and I'm so stressed out and I have to be funny at the same time. Yeah, it's very, I mean, I was broke for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I bartended during the day <sighs> and it was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that burp was horrific. Yeah. It was you- really hard. <laughs> hard did you feel like you're gonna vomit just then or no i burped you just sat with me and i slammed yeah a chicken burger with a lettuce wrap down my throat did you you. see me even take a break be honest no i didn't but i also respect here's what i respected about our lunch together just now (laughs) i usually reserve that kind of eating behavior for my alone (laughs) meals I know you were I, <laughs> full throttle, and I'm like, she's fucking hungry. Like, let I the was bitch eat. starving. Yeah, let her eat. Yeah, I normally wait because I like to torture myself, so I Shit wait same. until I'm 
I, I do it on purpose. I do it on I'm purpose self, too. I, I hurt myself. Me too. Do you? Yeah. Here's what I started doing too. Do you hold your pee? Of course I do. So much. I hold my pee. <laughs> I hold my shit. I wait until I'm starving. I, I torture myself because I feel like I don't deserve anything. I don't deserve so, anything. Yeah. You know what I recently started doing about two years ago? Drying myself off after I get out of the shower fully. Yeah. I used to just kind of, uh, enough. Because I don't deserve to be dry. I'm just... <laughs> I angrily try to rip on pants. I wait to get a haircut. Like, I, sure. I look like Rapunzel. Like, it's really bad. <laughs> all this self-care, all this self-love. Yeah. What's going on with us? Why are we doing this? Because I wasn't, I wasn't taught to take care of myself. Neither I really I. wasn't. My hair was always in knots when I was a kid. I wasn't taught to do it. No one was there to be like, brush your teeth. I mean, no. surprising I have teeth. I know. <laughs> you know what's funny is, so yeah, I brush my children's teeth every night and I'm like, I don't have a single memory of my I don't either. Like, oh, I don't have a memory about anything. <laughs> do you? I have no, ch- I've blocked everything Same. out. There's just holes in my brain. I think and my therapist goes, she's like, well, yeah, you had a lot of trauma. So there's all these holes. Yeah, totally. And we have to sew, sew it up is what she said. I have very, <laughs> I have like five memories. and Me that's, <laughs> They're awful. They're all awful. terrible. One of them is of my parents <laughs> pulling my arms on a staircase for them to, for one of them, me to go with one of them. Oh my. Isn't that horrible? I bet that's a young one for you. Yeah, it's it? young. I was like, I was probably like 10 or 11. And they wanted. I probably was like six and I'm making that. I just completely made those ages And why up. were they pulling you? Because they were fighting and they wanted me to come with each one of them. I mean, it was really bad. Ugh. Yeah. It was bad. No wonder why I was fat. Right. Yeah. Well, I had, I didn't have, um, I, I should have had an eating disorder is what my therapist says. I did, yeah. Yeah, but what I would do is I'd get weird about barfing. I would be convinced <laughs> that every time I eat, it would end up that I would vomit and I would do this weird thing. And I do it still when I'm anxious <laughs> where I like, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing already. it's terrible. If you say it's what terrible. I think. What, what? I count the hours down after I eat. So I'm like, okay, I don't have food poisoning. But that's only when I'm really anxious. It's an OCD that I do. Did you ever eat something and then spit it out? What do you mean? Like you eat it, you taste it, and then you spit it out so you don't gain weight? No, but that I, I can see I, myself doing I do that. that. I've done it. I don't. Do, I haven't done it recently. <laughs> I've done it recently. I did do it recently. I forgot. What did you not deserve? I did it with my. I just did it, and you didn't even notice because you're so self-involved. I'm joking. I no. You're not. I'm, I'm totally joking. We, no, I, I, no, I, I'm so self-involved. That's why I just said that I projected that onto that's you. Okay. I want I'm to very self-involved these are? days. These days, I'm going through. I feel like you're it. not because you're so <sighs> complimentary and so oh, loving. No, you know you I, are. I mean that. But I genuinely adore you. Like oh, when I say thank you, I've adored you for years. I mean, it, I remember the first time I saw you at the comedy store in the belly room and you're doing your act and she does this great thing. If you haven't seen Jessica Curse on live, you have to go see her. You're doing this thing where you say the joke and then you, you do your internal monologue. You're like, oh my God, they all Where I turn around. Dog. Yeah. I fucking think I'm a piece of shit. I'm so stupid. And I was like, God, if this woman is not inside of my head right now. Yeah. Well, that's uh, why I've, I mean, you've always made me feel God, good because you're so. I try. But I know, you know why I love it too? You're like me. I know you don't say it to a lot of people. Like I don't find hardly anyone funny. First of all, you've always been an inspiration to me because you kill and you're so funny. And there's not a ton of, I mean. Well, I think you and I are not to toot our own horns, but we are in a a rare, rarefied 
thing. There's yeah. not many, and I, and, but it's not because of good things. I, I, I was thinking about this the other day. <laughs> it's drama. It, it, yeah. Like <laughs> the only w- women, that's why there's no women in comedy. It's it's not that they're not funny or whatever. It's that the, the stuff you have to go through to get to where we are is abuse. You have to be willing to sleep in awful hotels, motels. That's very true. Yeah, you have to get assaulted eleven times. Right. I mean, it's really <laughs> that's the, the rule, and 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 perform in these terrible places and have swingers hit on you. Uh, it's there, a lot. You're very. That is very it's true. So abusive and because you have to do it. really hate yourself, really hate to yourself. make it big, and that's why we're doing. <laughs> it's the truth, though. For a woman to do, I'm this? not. I'm. It sounds You'd be funny, crazy. but you have to really not be okay. Yeah. To to and I mean like we're okay, but I mean you have to be comfortable with yeah, abuse. A hundred percent. That's what it is. You have to be comfortable with not being okay. Like because yes. this is horrible. <laughs> I mean, I have been in the middle of Texas by myself, walked Days. into a room and it was not clean. Yeah. It, there was it was the bed was messy and oh. like there was no one there to clean the bed. Like I driven in the middle of the night where you can't stop because it's too dangerous. (laughs) Like it's scary shit. And I'm like, this is come. This is like where I grew up. This is normal to me. This is familiar. Familiar. Yeah. And when someone's like, you suck, you fat bitch. I'm like, like, dad, like, it's just, (laughs) this is what I grew up with. It's, I mean it. I mean it. I mean it too. And the, um, the abuse of the audience, like we're not even getting there. Oh. Like the approval disapproval cycle that you go through, and then by the way, the first decade, nobody likes you. No one gives a no. fuck about you. Yeah, and you're just working to get their approval. Yeah, you know, every show is a uphill battle until you can build a name for yourself, and now they know who you are when you show up. and And they're so bewildered if you're a woman. Oh, that that part was always a, the first obstacle. <laughs> and then I've had people sexually harass me, and I'm heavy and gay. <laughs> So I can't even imagine what happens heavy to an attractive. That's the name of your I'm special. Hay. I'm heavy and gay. I like heavy, heavy and gay. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny sp- for a special. Yeah, yeah, that's your first uh, heavy. Yeah, I'm Netflix. heavy. I'm heavy shit. <laughs> um, you know what's interesting though is that because I give off. <laughs> Can I, you imagine if I stay like that the rest of the? <sighs> you do it good. That's your old lady. I'm passionate. <laughs> your old Jewish lady. Where am I? You do that. Who's that? Is that your My grandma? grandmother. Yeah. She was know. so hostile. Yeah. I'd walk in the room and she'd be like, what's wrong with you? You look horrible. <laughs> you need eye makeup. It's so rude. You're so manly. Your yeah. father made you like that. Ugh. I, Ugh. When I told her I was a lesbian, you know what she said to me? It's your father's fault. <laughs> he wasn't good to you. He made you a lesbian. <sighs> yeah, but here's the deal nobody okay i almost i kind of didn't get sexualized i think some of it is because i was with tom from the very beginning oh that's a big part of it i was shielded because they knew the guy i was dating that's huge beat the fuck out of you so he actually protect it was a protective thing yeah because they knew that segura this is segura's girl <laughs> don't you fucking that's touch a her. very big part of yeah. why and then also, I think I had extremely like, a, I don't know, weird vibes about me. Like, like I could see that. I, I mean, I would be intimidated by you. Oh, stop! I didn't get. I didn't get it a lot. I mean, I just. 
Like I did this bar in Pennsylvania, the owner of the bar. I I was making $50. I had to take a bus there (laughs) (laughs) from New York. And the owner heckled me. This is a true story. He was drunk. And he heckled me the whole show. He was the one that heckled me. And this is a true story. When I got off stage, he put money in my shirt, down my bra. He literally went like this. And and I didn't say anything. That's part of what yeah. a lot of us have gone through. We wouldn't say anything because yeah, I, didn't, I didn't feel I had a right to. And I you know, wanted to work. You wanted to work. And that, that's, that, that was the extent of it is, um, I'm pretty sure people have, I remember, I remember there was a club in Florida where the owner was like, I got a hot tub. We have a hot tub. Yeah. Connie and I have a hot tub. Yeah. I've had couples. Yeah. And you're like, uh, and and it's amazing who thinks that you'd want to be with them. I I wish they were hot. I know they're never, (laughs) they'd be like, you want to come home with us? We think you're very attractive. I'm like, this is really making me feel horrible that you uh, think you have a chance. I don't know. But here's the thing is that I'm so naive to it. I, I would never put it together until later. <laughs> right. People are like, hey, they wanted, like, no one's offered me cocaine. I've been offered so many drugs because they, they know I'm about to, like, OD. Because they can tell <laughs> that I'm not really not, you're not doing okay. well. You're not doing I've well. had people hand me drugs many times. And I'm like, I, I just, never. I'm sober. I've already, I, you didn't listen to my act because I talked about it. You were yeah. disassociating. This is, oh, I've disassociated a lot. Have you realized that? During sex, I always do. Oh really? Well, I'm. I have. I think. I think about things I have to do the next day, and sure. I'm and I'm negative. You won't allow. Um, it's funny you said that about your. I don't allow myself to have pleasure. Yeah. yeah. And you know what's funny? Every time I masturbate, I think of you saying that. Where you're like, <laughs> I, I don't allow you myself don't. pleasure, and I'm like, I'm gonna allow well, myself. I, my, I told you my vi- that I'm, when I'm not joking, my vibrator is like a jackhammer. <laughs> it's that. It's that magic wand. It's this big. And it's from 1970 and has pieces missing from it. And you have to plug it into a wall. You'd think I'd get a new one, but I don't Wait. care about myself enough to is get it, one. Is it because you're on an SSRI that makes your vagina numb? Are I you, mean, I'm on a lot. I don't even know what medications I'm on. Yeah, that's why. I literally don't even know what they're called. Well, yeah, because I, I was on Lexapro for a while. Me too. And it makes, I'm not on it now. It makes your a little numby. Yeah, no, I, I just, I need one that's strong, like that can build like a home I need yeah. I need yeah well I'm off of it now and I'm like why did I get off of Lexapro the world is a dark oh I can't I'm like, when I'm uh, been off of medication my mom and my sister have been like are, are you taking your medication like <laughs> just because I have bad anxiety <laughs> god we're so mentally ill know, you know what's cool this is you, the most depressing yeah, conversation I love it but I love when you meet a mirror and oh, you're of like course. oh I get but it I think so so many people listening to this <laughs> relate to this and watch. I mean, there's yes. every, no one's yes. okay. I mean, Nobody's some okay. people are, but I don't think here's the deal, man, is that I think you're either aware of your shadow stuff or you're not. Yeah. And the people that are okay, just haven't fucking had a minute to be like, Oh, 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 cause you just, there comes an age. Isn't there an age as well where you reach middle age and you're like, all right, I've done it. Check, check, check. Now what? Well, now what? some of the people that think they're okay are, okay are really horrific people who are very damaging <laughs> to other people. <laughs> like they're they're narcissists. They're yeah. they're people who are have mental disorders that aren't medicated, yes. so they ruin other people's lives. Yes, and they think they're amazing. Mom and dad. Yes. <laughs> My family. 
Everyone in my family. <laughs> everyone in my family is so damaged and so gone. Yeah. And so, so bad. And it sucks when you, you're the one in the family that goes to get help. Because then, then you're the bad guy. Then everyone in your sick, fucking dysfunctional world is like, oh, you think you're better than me? Christina thinks she's so much better than us. And I'm like, I'm not. I just, I was fucking suicidal by the time I'm 14 because you guys are maniacs. I know. but And it's hard because you feel like they're all ganging up on you. and Yeah, which they are. They hate me. They hate oh. me. Well, you, you know what? The best revenge is, is a great life. I, I, I hate what I just said. That was sickening. I know. You feel gross and insane. Yeah, it's just not true. I know. But that's what everyone says. If one more person <laughs> tells me to just breathe, I'm going to fucking oh. shoot them. You know what's interesting is that I started doing a somatic form of therapy. Yeah. Where you get into your body. That's very helpful. That's why I don't do it. But it's very... <laughs> What? Well, because we're so very helpful. It okay, is. But, but can I tell you what I hate most about it? What? Breathing. I hate I breath work, hate but breath it works. Work. I've done it, but it's very helpful. But why do we hate it? Why do I hate breathing? Because it's. I, well, first of all, my I hate it. I hate it. And they're like, hold it. Now let it. And I'm like, don't tell me. First what of to all, do. that whole thing feels like I'm being. Now hold it. Now let it out. It's like just finger me without, like, against my will. It's a lot. It is a lot. I get nauseous when I do breath work. Yeah, I cry. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like, I don't want to be vulnerable. Uh, I don't want to be vulnerable either. Have that. you ever hit a pillow with a bat? Or no. like, oh, I've done that shit. But I, do- I just did it. I went away like. Two months ago for a week to do trauma work. Really? I work hard. Yeah. Wait, where do you go? I want to go. Oh, it's, ama- it's amazing. You have to go. I want to check myself w- in somewhere. You need to go. It's where? five days. I went to Arizona and it changed my life. I want to do it. For like a week. And now I'm horrific again. Yeah. But it's amazing. <laughs> no, I'm going to give you the I information. I asked my shrink. I'm like, it can was I just incredible. check myself in somewhere no, no, and just it was cry incredible. for a week? It was incredible. Oh. You'll, you would get so much out of it. And it's like a really nice place. It's in. It's in like... It's in the desert. It's beautiful. That's what I want. You know what I started doing? Microdosing. I never did that. It's a very minimal. You could you see like a great life? Do you see like no? Do you but, hallucinate like happiness? No, no. It's not. It's so mild that you can still. By the way, this is like a trend in the mom world where moms are microdosing, and because you can still watch your kids, you're not like <laughs> you're just what you are is just a little separated from your thoughts, from your ego. So you're you're just able to kind of like boop wow. look at things from up here, and then you're like, oh, that's why I do this and that and da da da. And you're able to play with your children and be playful and be like in the moment. How long do you do it for? You just take a little capsule. It lasts for maybe four to six hours, and then you're forever. Done. <laughs> this sounds amazing. Can you do it with yeah. ecstasy or yeah, cocaine? That's even harder. That's way too harsh. But this one. Is just very subtle. Were you ever into coke? No. No, I was always into downers, not stimulant. I'm yeah. already fucked. You got to peel me off the ceiling yeah. with the anxiety and everything. I understand. I like down, 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 down. Do you have any obsessive you? compulsive stuff? I was so into much. coke for a little. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit. When in the, in the 90s? Well, I was selling pot at the time, so it was not a good combination. <laughs> So I'd look out of a peephole for like six hours at a time on my tippy toes. That's the only time my calves ever hurt in my whole life, not from exercise. <laughs> That's what I hear because uh, Tom and I had a driver when we were very broke who would smoke uh, crack. Or I crystal. never smoked crack. But he said that, that, I go, what do you do when you're high? And he's like, I look out the peephole. Me too. I looked out the peephole. I looked out <laughs> of the curtains. I would flush it down the toilet, go out to get more. <laughs> 
put it inside great. of me. It was out of my, I was out ah, of my mind. It was I was at because I was selling pot, so I was like, I thought the cops were out to get me. It was really bad. But what's enjoyable is there? But is there? It was something? torturous, but you can't stop doing it. And it was I was it, it was it was destructive. So I liked yeah. it. Yeah, because I think there's something to that looping those behaviors. Right. You're like Ooh. it was obsessive. Yeah, it's it was a, it's like an OCD thing. It was an OCD thing because it was yeah. a repetitive. What's your biggest OCD thing? I, I get a few. It always happens when I am anxious. Yeah, me but too. I, I can't. I mean, I can tell you when I was postpartum. That was my the first time I so labeled it. Yeah. I was checking the monitors all the time. Yeah, yeah. Like the baby's I, breathing. The complete. baby's breathing. I, dude, I just met somebody that lost their fucking five-week-old baby to SIDS. And I was like, okay. That's why I was checking the monitor because I was so in postpartum psychosis. And I was like, is, is he breathing? Oh, it's horrible. I'm so happy to be done with those years, you know? that, that That's what really set me off is the, the zero to four years. Because I think if you grew up with like a mom that was wet, because she has a wacky mom too, is that like they did not fucking nurture us the way no. you're supposed to. So when you hear your baby crying and you have to parent to that age, it's extra fucked up for you because you're like, oh my God, this is the worst time of my life. I was a helpless person, infant, blah, blah, blah. I had to deal with terrible. a lot of that, like Ugh. projecting my shit onto my kids, like yeah. thinking that I'm going to damage them, that yes. if they cry, they're not going to be okay. Like I've had to yes. work really hard on that shit. Really, really hard. What's it's, the solution, it's difficult. Well, I'm aware of it. You know, that yeah. it's normal for them to cry. Or like I, I yelled at my like three little ones a couple of months ago. And when I tell you, I was sobbing because I Aww. screamed at them. And I don't do that a lot. And I got, I just, they were being very disrespectful, very. And I, I felt so guilty because of my, you know, being yeah. screamed at. And I thought, oh my God, I just damaged it. Like they got scared. I, ne I never screamed at them like mm. that. And... They were crying and um, and it's normal. Like sometimes yes. you get impatient with your kids and you scream and I apologized like, twice and then I thought, you know what? I got to forgive myself. Like this is, my friends were like, I scream at my kid. Like it's okay. All the time. You're never going to be a Zen parent. I know. And I know that like I go on Instagram and I see these parent coaches and they're like, you know, you just got to be relaxed and let the kid feel their feeling. And you're just like, shut the fuck up. You're going to lose your shit. <laughs> But I think the point is, as long as you repair it with the kid, if you're like, I hear you, if you scream at them, you just go like, listen, I'm sorry, I fucking I did. That's lost what my I mind, said. I'm so sorry, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, I said to my uh, Gosh. almost eight-year-old, I said I'm, I'm, I said it to her twice, and she goes, mama, it's okay, like, get over it. Like, she yeah. was like, you're so, like, let it go. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. It is tough. Ugh, I, it's always tough, um, I think, for... Um, um, this month, especially, I've been like when you don't have a, a good mom, and then like okay, so so you grow up like my mother's schizophrenic, so I didn't have a normal anything right with a mother, and then you don't even know what you're missing until you have your own children. I know it's very it's it's and, a lot when you have your children, and then you're like, yeah, wow, yeah, oh, that's what I oh like just feeling safe, mm -hmm. safety. That? I never felt safe growing up. Of course not. That's why we're comics. <laughs> yeah, but it made you funny. Yeah. yeah. No, of course not. I, I was always, and, and what I mean by that is, 
if I was even just sitting in the living room with like my dad or, and my stepmother, like I, the I couldn't breathe and Me my too. shoulders were always here and it's just constant state of like anxiety Me around too. my family. What's going to happen? Even like I can't, I hate getting cards and letters from people because my mother, when she was really sick and schizo, would write me these crazy esoteric letters about Hillary Clinton and uh, these cryptic things and she would send them in the mail to me and then I'd be like like just bawling like my mother's this crazy person so even That's now That's really hard. Well, when yeah. was the last time you spoke to her? She died in 2015. Oh. But then I saw speaking to her like 8 years prior to her death cuz it was just I had to like get myself away to heal. Yeah, you have to. Mental. You have to. Yeah. Do you talk to your mom? Oh yeah, I'm very close with my mom now. See my mom my mom is an incredible person and she means well. She just wasn't maternal. Ugh. And she was a therapist who was helping the world and not home taking care of us. So that was difficult. Mm. That was really hard. So we were like, I had no one around. I had no mom growing up. Like I was, I was really had a fend for myself. Um, so I didn't really learn how to take care of myself. And I was really angry at her for many, many, many years. And the th great thing that happened was she apologized. And she worked hard on herself to like, and there's still things that happen now, but like, I understand that she came from shit. Mm. And I realized that grow like having resentments is only hurting me. I know. And that, it's that's really the hard. hard though. But I went through a lot with my dad. Mm. So there's a lot there. And he, he still passed. Alive? He passed oh. three years. He passed right when COVID started. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Yes. And um, and his his passing was very difficult. He was enraged when he passed. I've been talking about it on stage and people don't laugh. And I'm like, this is so <laughs> funny. Because he was watching Fox News. And he's like, if you want to sit with me when I'm dying, you're going to watch fucking Fox News, whether you like it or not. <laughs> You're gonna sit here with me in a Brooklyn accent, yeah. and I was like, uh, "I'm like, uh, I love you, Dad." He's like, "How many times you gonna say I love you over and over again? You're gonna fucking say I love you?" Like he was really, yeah. And um, sounds loving. He's like, sounds "I just like want to die. Yeah. I just want to fucking go." <laughs> I was like, "This is a lot. Like, can I kill you? Like, this is really getting brutal." Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was. It, I got my sense of humor with him from him. Yeah. But he was very dramatic. Like if he Ugh. was pissed, he'd slam his head into a cabinet. Oh my God. Or he'd rip his toupee off and throw it. <laughs> That's really funny though. I people laugh at that. That's it had really tape funny. on it, so it would just land on things. It was insane. <laughs> it sounds like he was an angry guy. Well, he was. He came to my Comedy Central special. I did an hour and a half. I was one of the best sets I ever had. And my friend said, wasn't she great? And she, he goes, yeah, but she lost steam in the middle. Like, that's how I grew up. So I'm hard on myself. You know, that's... <sighs> Gosh, I know you're talking about... My mother went to my very first stand-up show, which I wish she had it. To the first time you were on stage? Ever. Wow. It was like 26 or something when I started stand-up. You and I, yeah, I started 24 years ago. Yeah. And she goes, it's not that, like, what you are saying is funny, but, like... <laughs> how you say it i'm like first of all i don't even understand your fucking criticism like like she couldn't at just least be make like, it understandable yeah you dumb bitch like at she's least. like i mean i love feta cheese but she, <laughs> no. i don't yeah like what are you talking about at least at least yeah she's such a cunt just say great job that's it that's all you gotta do to your kids you know what i mean oh and then my dad came to my show at the laugh factory like when i was 
first time I was hosting, like one of the first times. And you know, it's a big deal when you host of at a big course. club. It's yeah. like, oh my gosh, I, I'm big deal hosting now. Wow. And he brought a bunch of Hungarians and then he heckled me <gasps> during my act. Yeah. And you know, like, he'll be like, yeah, right. It was like the worst. It was, I'm like, no more. You guys are no longer invited. That was the end of the supportive. Yeah, you got to cut off contact. Yeah. I had, I had times when I didn't speak to them. To yeah. your dad too? Yeah. But then it sounds like you were able to come around enough to be there for his death, which is really cool. It, it, it was difficult. But I see, I said to myself, what, how do I want to feel later in my right. life and I wasn't at the point with you where I couldn't speak to him you know <laughs> I was like I I was like I, I can do it I can do it but it was hard yeah my it was hard because he never reality. sat with me and said I want you to be happy um oh, I hilarious. hope that you I hope that you you know have like this in your life or don't worry about me like I would have to sit with my kids and say that I would not wor want them to ever worry. Like I'd want them to know how much I love them, of how course. much I want them to succeed and not worry and just move on with their lives. So it was, it was difficult. It was. Yeah, my, my mom was, was like the type that loved me to participate in her illnesses. Oh man. You know, like I am dying of cancer. <laughs> I'm having a stroke. I don't but, mean to laugh. No, it's the best. So one time, Tom Tom got to be there for this one. She calls me from the hospital. I had a stroke. Look up to the hospital. And I'm like, okay. And I brought Tom. And we get there and I go, my mother had a stroke. And the doctor's like, no, no. She just uh, got dehydrated and passed out at Lamps R Us. Lamps R Us. <sighs> yeah. She had the stroke. It was just like, what the fuck? And Tommy was like, is this real, you know? He was trying to joke with her, like, hey, are we going to go dancing later? And she's like, fuck you, and going dancing. Like, she hated him. Did she go, I mean, I'm sure you've talked about this a ton of times, but did she go into different people? No, that's multiple personality disorder. So there's a difference. Schizophrenia, my mother would break with reality and have psychoses. Yeah. So when I was little, I didn't realize that she was schizophrenic, but only sometimes she would break with reality. Certain things would trigger her and she would go into psychosis. And that's another thing I'm learning now. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, wow. oh wait a minute. Not everybody's mom, you know, does these weird behaviors. You just As a think child, that must be so hard. I know, it was terrible. It was truly, truly, truly. But that's why I'm going to Arizona. I'm going to check myself I'm telling in. you, I, it's going to change your life. <laughs> it's, I did all trauma work about my childhood. I did. I really, it was, it was I've done it before a lot. I've done yeah. it a bunch of times. You were, it's the only thing that's really helped me with my You were my alone, alone? A like lot. Like a latchkey kid? Yeah, yeah, same and then And there was no food in the fridge. Same! And, and if, yeah, and if there was, it was rotten. Yeah. And I don't know how I even, I'm being serious. I don't know how I got through school. No one did my homework with me. I don't Hilarious. even have, I did my assignments. I don't know how I, gra I really don't. I, do I, I. A lot of my friends' parents like would pick me up, drive me places. Like I just, I had to help at certain, but I don't know how my teacher, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I know what I you're really, but, but I understand. I know what you're saying because when you're a little girl or, or and you're alone, first of all, you're an only child. I was scared. It's I was petrified same, in the house all the time. Me too. I always heard noises. I yes. always thought there was robbers. I always wanted to run away. Yes. 
Yeah. I, I did. And did you ever do this one where you were convinced that you were born into the wrong family and that when <laughs> yeah. you turned 16, um, somebody would show up with a letter like like Harry Potter later? Like I'm like, J.K. Rowling was abused as a kid because that yeah. is a that is an orphan fantasy. Yeah. And you're like, they're going to tell me that I belong to this different family. There's no fucking way these people are in my bio family. Yeah. You know, what's crazy, too, is that we knew not to tell at school. Oh, yeah. Could I you, never told anyone. No. Never. I No one, even even like my friend, no one knew how bad it was. I was embarrassed. No. Yeah. I was mortified. Like yeah. my mom wouldn't show up to pick us up a lot. So <laughs> like this, like the carpool of kids would always be, when it was my mom's turn, like everyone would be like, where's your mom? I'm like, oh, she'll be here soon. Like it was mortifying. It's terrible. She didn't, they didn't have fucking daycare back then. No, it would be like, you know, she would pick us up after elementary school or junior high, yeah, like yeah, we had yeah. a carpool. So it would, she yeah. would, I know, or I'd be at a friend's house. I know it's very sad. I'd be at a friend's house and, you know, we, the, the friend, the parents would be like, do you want to eat dinner here? I'm like, no, my mom's, I know this is sad. They, I'd be like, my mom's coming to pick me up. And then they'd be done with dinner and it'd be dark out and I'm still waiting. I know it's That's sad. That's dark. That's it's dark. Bad. It's bad. It's That's, bad. Because my dad was would pull that like oh i'm coming in and pick you up on saturday at four o'clock four o'clock comes my dad's nowhere five o'clock comes i know i dealt with it constantly but as a little girl as a little kid that it's bad it's bad everywhere i went and you know there were no cell phones there were no no beeper there's nothing so there's no way of getting in touch with her and she would forget she's just like and it and it was like she didn't do it on purpose. She just was so flighty, um, you know. And it was hard to be like angry at her. But that's why that trauma work that, that I've done, like slamming a bat. I mean, I know it sounds funny to people, but it really helps to just allow yourself to just you fucking bitch. You didn't show up. You know, <laughs> yeah, you fucking bitch. Just screaming and slamming yeah. and crying. I mean, it does heal. It does. Of it does. Course it works. It does. But okay, so I don't want to leave people. We got to go soon. Um, so Let's anyway, talk about nine eleven. Yeah, <laughs> what's up with this Israel Palestine thing? Um, anyway, my shrink says that I don't know about you, but it sounds like you did the same thing because we both grew up painfully alone and hiding from our parent. I was hiding from my mother a lot in my room, and the one thing that kept me alive was television. Yes, movies, comedies. Yes. I would memorize comedies on television. I would uh, listen to stories and records. I love Pippi Longstocking. She was my hero. Oh, I loved her too. Yeah. Thank God for Pippi. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I wish that was popular now because she was an orphan, right? Her dad I know. was a pirate. She was great. She was amazing. And she was a very powerful little, uh, I think she was nine years old, which is the magic age for girls. They yeah. say nine, right before puberty destroys your self-esteem. <laughs> and she was powerful and she could do whatever she wanted. She yeah. was self, she had a chest full of coins so she didn't need anybody for money. I know. She was right. And they don't know who she is now. What? I mean, meaning like the kids now. Like Oh, they don't no, know. they don't. It's too bad. There's Pippi. So that's the original one, the oh, Swedish one. Pippi. And then they. Oh, my. I have not seen yeah. her in. Yeah. This, so this was created by a Swedish writer. She had a daughter. And this is based on, on the daughter, uh, her little girl. Such a beautiful story. God, I'm going to cry even looking at it. And there's Mr. Nielsen, her monkey. Yep. And then they, they would dub these movies over on Channel 5 in Los Angeles were, if you were grew you, up in LA. Did you grow up with Zoom and the Magic Garden and all those no. people? No. Oh, wait. Yeah. Bazoo, something like that? Is a TV show? Yeah. Yeah. Kazoo? Yeah. No, Magic Garden. Well, Look know, it maybe. up. Is that what you watched as a kid? 
Yeah. Aww. It was great. What year are you born? I'm 76. Oh, yeah, you're, old, you're younger than me. I'm 42. <laughs> okay. I don't, I don't, wow, this is some hippie stuff. It was fun, yeah. I grew up in a hippie, you know. I like that stuff, though. But I feel like that stuff spoke directly to kids. It was nice. And it was safe and sweet and... And, and uh, slow pace, too. Um, but anyway, being creative was the thing that saved us. I know. It really was. Yeah. That's so... And I, now it's just internet. <laughs> it is. I know. I feel like... My, my, I make sure... We make sure that the kids are creative. They They color a lot. They do art. You know, they go out and do things. I mean, it's they're outside a lot. Like, I mean, they are on their iPads a lot too, and they do that shit. But yeah, they have to be though. Tomorrow. I mean, kids are fucked up now. No, but you know what I was thinking about is that when we were growing up, the biggest evil was television. Right? They were like, you "Can't watch so much TV. I TV's know. rotting your brain." And I'm like, "Yeah, dude, I watch t- TV all day, every day. Me too." And I'm the most. Cr- yeah, I made a living being creative. Mm. So. It's like, what's the, I think every generation, they freak out about what the kids are into, but it's like, okay, but if the kid is an unmotivated, lazy piece of shit, they're going to grow up to be that no matter right. what. You know, like, do, right. don't you feel like you see that shit? Like, I grew up with kids that were fucking losers, like, in kindergarten. You're like, that kid's going to be in jail. And he's in fucking jail today, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. There's just the wiring. It's like you're right. Either you are, or you're. I don't know. They did say if w- watching TV all day, you, yeah. you know, you would be. Yeah, you're gonna rot your brain out. And then I remember like reading the studies. Like, it's always it's this passive viewing thing. Your brain goes into like sleep waves, and then you know they're just advertising to you. And it's true. I grew up being advertised to, but like, okay, so I still had to live in the real world. Yeah. Eventually, they have to turn off the iPad. I know. Anyway, I'm glad you got, I'm glad you had a traumatic childhood because you're very funny. Thank you. And I wish you didn't have to go through all that. I do too, but you know, it did help me to be funny. And also, it, you, you, I work through it, you know, but it, it's like, I feel like I have to continue to work through it. That's being completely honest. Oh, it's never ending. I, and I feel like some of it, this is going to sound horrible but i i i don't maybe i'm wrong but i feel like some of it you can't when it comes to a mom Mm. it's hard it's hard with a girl with a mom to really repair that i know it's like this hole that you can't i don't know i don't know if you can ever fully never like what do you fill it with it's like that bond that you we never didn't have. have at a very, very, very young age, like even a baby or a toddler. I don't know what, I don't know what you can do. You to know what it is? I'll tell you what it is. I don't know if you've ever adopted a dog, a shelter dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest dog I've ever had, FIFO, was a shelter doggy. And we don't know what his history was, yeah. but he did not have a good childhood. Yeah. A doggyhood. But he was the fucking coolest dog yeah. we ever had. And he always had quirks. And there was no matter what training we did, yeah. the dog had separation anxiety, right. for instance, abandonment issues. So interesting. There's That's, there's only so much you can correct. And then you're like, the, the cookie's been baked. This is the cookie. So the same thing. Yes. But on the other hand, like, that's part of your charm. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you're going to be a little fucked up your whole life. Yeah. 
and you can you yeah. can pl- you can play it out a lot in your bond with your children. You know, <sighs> you can really cure a lot of that. Yes, you yes, can. you can, which is really cool. Yeah, because I'm so close to my boys, yeah, and I I love mothering them, and I love snuggling, and me too. And, my mother would never let me touch her hair. I don't think I touched my mother's hair. Really? Ever, because it was very crispy. She, she would put l- lemon juice in it and then tease it up and then spray it, shellack it, like big red nails all the time. She was just very unapproachable. Yeah, don't touch yeah. me, don't touch me. You know, I, yeah. Like a porcupine. That's hard. <laughs> was your mom like that too? No, I mean, she would... She was a little like, yeah, she was distant when I was growing up, but she was still affectionate, but she was distant. She would get, I feel like when I hugged her, she was like kind of a half hug. And she's like, oh, good job. She but now she's much more affectionate. That's nice that yeah. she broke down. She worked really, really, really hard on herself. So I have to give her credit. That's huge. Yeah. Hey, if, if you can have a come to Jesus in the second part of your life and yeah. you make it up to your kids, that's amazing. Yeah. But yeah, fuck. You know, it's funny. The only other person I know that has a schizo mom is Tim Dillon. Oh, and his is, didn't she pass? <laughs> she just passed, yeah. But his she, was tough, too. I mean. She was institutionalized. I know. Mine had caregivers that would come to her house, but she, she was on meds and stuff, but it wasn't institutionalized. So she must have been really out there when he was very young, because mine got worse as she got older. She was functional when I was a kid. So I don't know. Wild times, bros. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I'm glad we talked about this, because... I think um, on the road now, this week in Madison, I was asking people, I was like, who do you think's worse? Are there more shitty moms or shitty dads? And I'm like, clap for shitty moms. And there's a lot of claps. Yeah. Clap. Shitty dads always win, so sorry. <laughs> dads dads are in the fucking tie of the crown. They're just, yeah, overall, That's not an great. interesting question. I want, I want to ask that too, yeah. Yeah. Just to, just to hear, but I would assume that dads, yeah. I don't understand why. It's like, dude, do you not care about your offspring? And apparently not. I mean, I don't know. That's, I don't know that's either. Another... That's weird. I wonder why. Why don't, why don't you guys care about kids? What's up with that? I mean, they'll figure it out. You know? Well, we don't grow them inside of us. So what they say? They, they don't, oh, you just have a So Chad says they don't grow the babies inside of themselves so they're not as attached. I think there's something to that. But there's you something to that. But you didn't birth your babies and you feel... I didn't and I literally feel like I did. I think it has something to do with estrogen, my man. I think it has to do with maternal... Yes, it does. It, I, it's, it does. You know, I just realized I didn't put on deodorant today. I don't smell you. No, I'm just, it's very sticky under my armpits right now. I mean, I don't smell your armpits, but I smell something else. <laughs> Jessica Carson, I love you. Where can I? Where, where can we oh, see says, you? Yeah, no, don't worry. Um, it, the actually November fourteenth is my birthday, so that's oh, why we decided to have happy that Smurf day. day. Thank you. Um, when's your birthday? June eighteenth. What time is that? I'm a Jabana. Oh, like my sister. Uh oh. No, I like love my sister, sister dearly. Okay. She's amazing. I okay. love her. Um, yes, coming out on my YouTube channel, Jessica Kirsten Comedy. Oh. Yeah, and it's all crowd work. It's, it's Oh, this is your special you're talking yes, about? Yes, my Dude, crowd work she's, special. Listen, if you haven't seen, Kirsten's material is amazing, but the crowd work is other level. Go check out her TikTok account too if you want to see if she puts some clips up there. So you're putting out a special entirely on crowd work. Yes, and oh my, my YouTube God. and TikTok has a huge following and it's a lot of crowd work clips. Like every day I put out a crowd work clip. Um, but I decided to put it out on YouTube because uh, like everyone wants to see my crowd work. And, I love it. Yeah, and uh, it's it's great. I filmed it at the Comedy Cellar in the big Aww. room 
with uh, two crowds. I did two hours of crowd. We couldn't even decide what to put in it because it, the crowds were unbelievable. And it's, I think it's the funniest thing I've ever made, That's which rad. is a big statement because I hate myself. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I did it with a live band. So I improv songs and it's like, I'm very proud of it. Like, Dude, this sounds rad. What's it is. It I'm, I'm sending it to you. Okay. We, we, you're on the list. I'm sending oh, you and Tom. The, I'm sending you guys this week. What's it called? It's called No Material. No Material. Jessica Curson, her YouTube page. Check out her TikTok. She's fucking the funniest human being on the planet. Mm. And I love you so much. I and love you too. Much continued success. I want you to stack checks, bitch. We should make our <laughs> It's money. going good. It's going good. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Um, until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Bye. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at?